Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello and welcome to Moms Life Made Simple. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen, and today we're going to talk about balance, the four-step balancing system to organize your day for moms. So some of you may know I teach yoga and I've been a yoga, I practice yoga for a long time. And one of the things that we do in yoga is to find balance. And it's really interesting, you know, you'll stand on one leg or put all of your weight on your, your hands and do an arm balance. When you are standing on two feet, you're also balancing. We're just kind of used to that balance. But when you shift things and all of a sudden you're on your hands or you're on just one foot, you have to refrain that center. And I think as moms, we're in a similar situation. Things are always changing, whether that's adding a new baby to the family or kids going to school or school times changing or new activities with the kids or whatever. It goes on and on. There are constantly changes in the family that then ripple out and you have to continually find this new balance of what does it look like for me and how do I manage my family and everything going on with them along with the person that you are and the things that you want to do. And so we're constantly juggling this balance. And right when you feel like things are coming together and you have them, maybe something shifts and you have to refine balance. So it's not something that we can just find once and be done. It's a process of continually finding that equilibrium and figuring out a balance day by day. So we're going to talk about the four-step method and system to help you bring that balance. So step number one is mindset. Being mindful of two things. One is how you think about the present and two is how you think about the future. So being mindful of your thoughts. First, how you think. Be aware of what you're thinking in any given moment. And what this does is often, I, I have a daughter who will get really overwhelmed. And I know because she's always saying, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so overwhelmed. And her thoughts are constantly leading her to this feeling of being overwhelmed because whatever she has going on, it's running through her mind and telling her that she is overwhelmed. Often we find ourselves thinking the same thing, right? We, we tell ourselves that a situation in a certain way and that leads to how we feel about that situation. And so we want to be really aware of our thoughts and make sure that they're serving us. Because when we constantly tell ourselves things like I'm overwhelmed or I'm stressed or this is so hard, we're not going to feel that balance. So controlling our thoughts and being aware of our thoughts in the moment um, can really make a big difference in the amount of balance we feel in our lives. Um, Changing our thoughts can be difficult to do, right? Um, We have to actively be aware of our thoughts and then consciously change them. So I remember several years ago, my husband used to have a a protein shake every morning and he would use the blender and then he would leave it in the sink when he was there. And my thought about that was, 
that's annoying. This is irritating. Why do I have to clean up after him? Thoughts like that, right? And um, one day I decided, you know what? I'm going to change the way that I think about this. And when I saw that blender in the sink, I consciously chose the thought, that's so great. I get to start my day with service. And it totally changed the whole interaction of me watching this blender out. It changed how I felt. It changed the, you know, trajectory of my day because this was me getting my day started every morning. And as I'm cleaning out this blender, it became a joy. Little shifts in our thoughts like that are going to make a big difference in how we feel. And I share that story just to illustrate that idea of your thoughts are definitely going to make a difference. Now, how you think about the future is also going to make a difference in how you feel, but also in how things play out for you and how they come to pass. We bring our future to us with our thoughts. We think of, okay, this is how I want my future to be. And when we believe that that's possible and we're grateful for it now, even though it hasn't happened yet, we are actively bringing that future towards us. Um, that is really, to me, what it means to live in faith. Instead of saying, oh, man, I want this thing, but it's probably not going to happen, or I'm scared to go after it, those fearful thoughts. Faith, um, Florence Shin says, faith knows it has already received and acts accordingly. So how would you act if you really knew that that thing that you want is coming for you? And acting in that way ahead of time changes how you think right now. It gives you more optimistic and happier thoughts. It also um, really helps you to choose in the moment to do things that are setting you up for the future that you want to have. So number one is mindset. Number two is getting intentional and organized about what you need to be doing when. So you've probably heard when we think of organizing, we think of there's a place for everything and everything in its place. That is one part of organizing, right? Getting things, the the stuff in our life where it needs to be. But I also think it's beyond that. It's a time for everything. What is the time that you're supposed to be allotting to certain things? Are you spending too much time on things that don't matter? Part of organization is saying, okay, you know, I have 10 minutes now where I can go on social media and I'm going to spend my 10 minutes there, but then, then I need to make dinner, right? Not letting that 10 minutes bleed into the time when you're supposed to be making dinner. So then you start dinner late, the kids relate to their practice, whatever. Being organized is being um, aware and intentional about how you spend your time as well. Um, the definition of organizing is arranging things so they can be dealt with effectively. Isn't that a cool definition? Arranging things so they can be dealt with effectively. So when I think about that, I think about putting things in certain places so they're easy to retrieve. I think about having good systems in place so that I know what needs to happen when. I also think about times when I've been unorganized. And for me, what that often has looked like is, okay, the house is a mess. I start to clean up in one room. And then as I pick up stuff from that room and go put it in the other room, I notice in the next room some stuff that needs to be picked up and we're picking up in that room. And I'm kind of doing half of the job in all the places 
but I'm not sure what's the next best thing to do. I don't really have a plan. And at the end of all that, nothing really has gotten done, completed, checked off the list. And I feel totally unorganized. And I feel like I'm, I'm wasting my time and kind of spinning my wheel as opposed to the times when I've said, okay, right now, I'm going to spend this time just doing the dishes. I'm not going to uh, wander over here and wipe something else down and wander over here. I'm going to focus on one thing. When I do that, when I'm organized in my tasks, in what I need to do, then I have that ability to check things off. And checking things off, then it's actually a thing in the brain, right? It gives you a little hit of dopamine. You feel good. And then you want more of that. Instead of the opposite, where you never quite get that good feeling because you never quite got anything done. So being intentional and organized about what you need to be do, what you need to be doing, when you need to be doing it, and having a plan for how that's going to get done. Number three is sometimes okay. Sometimes you try to organize and you want to be organized, but there's just too much to be able to organize it. And the solution for that is to simplify, which is number three. Cut out the excess. If you find that you're putting away a million toys every day, then you probably need to cut back and not have a million toys. Um, I actually grew up in a pretty small house with a lot of people. We had um, three bedrooms and at the height, I I am the oldest of eight, although my youngest sister and I didn't live together. We're 20 years apart. So there was only a few months in there. We actually lived with all uh, 10 of us in this little house. However, I bring this up because we had a lot of stuff between all of us. And it was hard to keep it neat and tidy just because there were so many things in a small space. And it wasn't until I got older and realized, oh, you know, we just had, it wasn't that we were messy people, right? We weren't super messy. Kids are messy, but my mom was doing her best to clean everything up, but there was so much stuff that it was really hard to keep on top of. And so um, this idea of just having less can be so very freeing when you get rid of the things that are not really serving you you free up space, you free up time, all those things. You can also apply this idea of cutting your excess to your time. So when you're trying to do too much, you're also going to have that feeling, um, whatever the mental equivalent of messiness is and all this stuff, right? You're going to feel like that with your time as well. So simplifying is in every area of your life, cutting out the excess. And number four of the four-step balancing system is habits. So once you have a plan and you know what to do, you want to take small steps to make it happen. Um, I recently, I was working out with a friend for a little bit, and she gets up at five in the morning and works out for an hour and a half to two hours at the gym. And it's intense and it's it's great, but it is a lot, you guys. It's a lot. And I can't do that every day for lots of reasons. I can't get up and work out with her. But I thought, you know, in this experience of working out with her, I really liked strength training. I don't have enough strength training in my life. And so that's something that I want to do. And I thought, how can I really, without going to the gym for two hours in the morning, how can I really make that happen? 
So I decided that whenever someone doesn't show up for a call, I will do my strength training. And so throughout the day, if there's ever that little moment in time when I thought I was going to be on a call, but now I'm not, I'm putting in my strength training. I do 10 reps uh, four times each. So I'm getting in like 40 push-ups or 40 squats or whatever, just sprinkled throughout my day. And the thing is, that's not that's not big. You could almost say it doesn't count, right? It's not putting in this two-hour time frame at the gym. It's not like I did this major accomplishment. But it's easy to be consistent at it because I have a system. It's something that like is really doable in the moment. 40 reps, not too hard, not like too exhausted. I can do it. And that's kind of what we want to do with our habits. We want to make them not so huge in the moment. They feel pretty doable. And because of that, they're repeatable. Because of that, we're going to do them. We're going to take action. And that is the key to habits. We want to be able to take action on them. So we take action with our habits. Then we evaluate, is this working for me? Am I doing it? Is this the thing that I want to do? Is it leading me to where I want to go? And then uh, repeating those habits day after day after day. And over time, maybe growing those habits. You know, this is a new one for me, but maybe eventually I'll do five reps, you know, five sets of 10 reps or whatever the case may be, or adding weights every time. It doesn't matter how you do it, but we continue to grow the habit over time so it continues to serve us. So these four steps that I've talked about are the mom's method. It's what I teach in Mom's Life Made Simple. So the phrasing that we use there in M-O-M-S, which is what this whole podcast is about, is manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification. And those are the things that we've talked about today. Those four steps will help you find balance between your family and your personal goals. They'll help you to really create the life that you want in a way that serves you, in a way that brings you joy and feels peaceful and happy and good and allows you to serve your family at your highest level. So if you are interested in learning more and really applying and implementing these things that we've talked about today, Moms Life Made Simple is the group coaching program that will help you to learn and put into practice all of those things. It starts in September. So go to ChanelNielsen.com forward slash coaching to get all the details on the September group to book a call to see if we are a good fit and if uh, if September is the month for you to start. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit ChanelNielsen.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.